Talk Real Estate with Sharon McNamara, sponsored by Boston Connect Real Estate Services. Hi, I'm your host, Sharon McNamara, and you are listening to Talk Real Estate Roundtable. Let me share a little bit about my background before we get started. I am the broker owner of Boston Connect Real Estate, a boutique firm that is home to over 30 real estate sales and marketing agents who service home buyers and home sellers throughout Boston, the South Shore, the South Coast, and Cape Cod. Our firm takes pride in assisting our clients in the next chapter of their lives by taking a holistic approach to their real estate endeavors. We believe that every move should be a moving experience. Every week, my co-host Melissa Wallace and I will provide you with my team's unique marketing approach to selling homes and share with you our expertise in navigating the home buying process. We value the experience of our agents at Boston Connect Real Estate so much that not only will you hear my perspective on real estate topics, occasionally you will hear the expert thoughts and opinions of our experienced agents at Boston Connect Real Estate. Be a part of our roundtable. If you have any questions during the show, please call 781-837-4900. We'd love to talk real estate. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and wherever you'd like to listen to podcasts at Talk Real Estate Roundtable. If you would like a one-on-one consultation with me and my team to discuss your real estate needs, you can connect with me at bostonconnect.com or 781-826-8000. Now sit back, relax, take good notes, and let's talk real estate. And hello to all my South Shore neighbors. You are listening to Talk Real Estate Roundtable. My name is Melissa Wallace, and I am joined in studio by the one and only Kate Fisher. Hello. Hello, Kate. How are you? I'm just fabulous. Just, just fabulous. Um, Kate thought that the show started at 7, but that's okay. <laughs> we're all here. I was here at 3.30. Well, you were like, <laughs> so Kate uh, yelled up uh, stairs and said, oh, did anybody want anything for dinner? I'm going to order a sandwich. And so it was about 7 o'clock. I said, the show's at 6.15. We end at 7. I'll be hangry by 7. But you know what? We didn't change the clock here. So it says that it's uh, 7.16 right now. In my world, it's very much 8.16. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, my cat woke me up at 3.45 this morning, and so I've been up ever since because she thinks that it is later. I don't even know. Is it supposed to be later, earlier, later? Later. 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 Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what day it is. But we're here. We are. We're working we're it. We are somehow. We are. Um, Kate, you have joined me on the show before, yeah. but why don't you reintroduce yourselves to all of our listeners sure. and so they can get to know you. Yeah, so I am Kate Fisher. I'm a full-time agent here at uh, Boston Connect Real Estate. Um, we are obviously in Pembroke. I live in Hanson and very much involved in our inner community um, and our local boards for our realtor associations and kind of all of the community do. Um, I'm a mom. I'm a wife. Um, and today's topic is going to get like a little personal, kind of. Yeah. I know. You told me that you're you're putting in some of this personal stuff in here, too. Yeah, I love it. I mean, it's just like sometimes people need real life examples. Yeah. And now that I have an accepted offer on a house and I'm Amazing. sort of at the end. Thank you. At the end of my home search journey, I think that this is a really great topic because I sort of went into it. Yeah, everybody does. Thinking like, OK, it doesn't have to be my forever home. I just want something sort of thing. So um, why don't you tell everybody what we're going to be talking about tonight? Because yeah, it was your sure. idea. So the topic tonight is your first home is just that and that leaning on the premise of, you know, we all want the dream home. Mm -hmm. Um, I had a client a couple months ago. She called it my for now home. My for now Um, home. Yeah, my for now home. And she's like, I just want something for now. Like, I want to be comfortable. I don't want to need to do like extenuating 
renovations yeah. and like all the things it was a tiny little one bedroom house and she was perfectly happy with that but it's, oh is that your sale that you had this this year hatch or, street uh, yeah. yeah 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 but that's that's what she yeah. wanted yeah um but it's tough because you want to go into the house with the beautiful kitchen and the open floor plan and you know beautiful bathrooms but like life doesn't always work that way yeah i think when i yeah when i it's weird this is sort of a weird topic for me only because when i first started my home search journey so now a year and a half ago um i wasn't looking for a forever home not that not that i feel like i'm sort of in a forever i'm in a interesting situation right now but I was looking for something that like I can put in some work and you know maybe in a couple years if I'm in a different place in my life because I am purchasing this on my own that you know I would be moving on to the next yeah now I am purchasing something that like yes I can make some changes and make it my own but like it's also a house that you can grow into so like it's not it, it could possibly be like another person or like 20 dogs <laughs> it, could, it could be a lot of things it could be a lot of things you know so that was sort of the interesting part of my journey like i towards the end of the past couple of houses that i looked at i was looking at something that like i could sort of be in long term but yeah. make it my own because it, there is not a lot out there we talk about that all the time yeah. so to make that little adjustment in your home search journey brought me to where i am today which is um, closing soon. So, you know, it, it's interesting that the topic is, you know, your first home doesn't have to be your forever home. It could, it, yeah. and that doesn't mean like, it, it could, it could mean your first home is for 10 years. Like it could two mean years, two ten years, years, 10 years, hopefully 15, more than a but year. But then, and then, then maybe that. you go on to the next one or whatever, you know, but um, you're going to be talking about sort of your home journey as well. I mean, you're not actively looking for a house, but I'm you have not. purchased homes in yep. the past. So we're on our second home and we're really lucky because the equity that we built in our first purchase, we were able to purchase our forever home and we're on a cul-de-sac with six other houses mm-hmm. and our everything in our house was not renovated. It's all purely 1984. Mm-hmm. And we've gone through this house one room at a time and yeah. just you know gone through the cosmetic updates put in the kitchen that works for now and then someday when the kids get big i'll get my beautiful chef's kitchen <laughs> with things i don't know how to use yeah um but it's, your husband better be listening to this show <laughs> I, the sad part is my husband's a fireman but he's also a general contractor and so the things that i want to like actually mm-hmm. happen they they take a really long time yeah so for the most part, it's like, what can we do for now to mm-hmm. make everyone happy, make everything efficient, make it pretty at least. Um, but some of those things are like longer term end games. Like yeah. we haven't renovated our bathrooms and I'm okay with that because I feel like design elements of bathrooms are, they change so often too. Yeah. And I have little boys, so I'm not really worried about yeah. Yeah. How the bathroom looks at this point um, until they're maybe a little bit older. But the reason I picked this topic is that a lot of people really like we're in a crunch where all the homes that are sitting on market are homes that need love. Yeah. Like they need the paint. They need new cabinets. They need new flooring. And people are like, I can't do all that. Yeah. But it's actually not that bad. Like there are some people that truly can't. But paint goes a long way. It really does. And again, I really only speak from my own personal experience, but the home that I'm purchasing, like it's 
it has really great bones and it was taken care of really well. Yeah. You know, it's had one owner since the 60s, That's you amazing. know. So somebody who took care of their home and came from the mindset of like, if it wasn't broken, you didn't need to fix it type of mm-hmm. thing. And I love that because now I get to go in and sort of put my own personal touch on it. Same. And yeah, there are some things that I want to do cosmetically, but Like I said, I'm doing it on my own, and it's going to take a little while to be able to get there. But, like, again, it's just me, so I can live with it. Like, I don't mind looking at certain things. Like, I'm the only one who's going to be seeing it. But, yeah, pain can go a really long way. Just, like, freshen it up, bring it back to sort of life, and make it your own little space. Yeah. Paint, flooring. I mean, flooring is obviously not the cheapest, but it's also not the most expensive renovation to go into. Yeah. And, the you know, the cost benefit there is you have these beautiful new floors, same thing. They bring life to a room yeah. and make it feel entirely different. So there's all these, like, really small things, but when they, they add up visually to a lot of home buyers, they're overwhelmed. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's tough sometimes to get them in the mindset of, these are all the things that you could do and they're so easy and they're yeah. like, that's not easy. <laughs> and it's not for some people, yeah. but there's so many opportunities out there. Um, so like I said, I felt like maybe we should I'll, I'll get a little bit personal and yeah. share our story of our first really gross, nasty house. Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> tell we, me about your first nasty, gross house. <laughs> oh my goodness. It was a wild, wild time. Um, my husband had just gotten on fire and he needed to live in town and we have two huge dogs and I was like we cannot live in an apartment in yeah. Braintree like I can't walk both of these dogs who don't particularly like other dogs through a community filled with dogs so I was like we need a house yeah there was one house in Braintree that was like in the line what we, what we could afford yeah it was so gross like literally <laughs> gross how when you say gross what does it mean okay so this house like literally you have the sidewalk and then it was, like, genuinely the foundation of our house. Mm-hmm. Like, it was on the sidewalk. Mm-hmm. Across the street was also legitimately the train line. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it was right there. Yeah. Um, the inside, like, they had animals living in all these rooms. Like, you couldn't tell that there was people living there, to be honest. But there was, like, a parrot living in one room. Like, oh. there was just all of these <laughs> wild things happening. Yeah. So... My husband goes the first time, and I'm like, just go look at it. He goes and looks at it, and he's like, absolutely not happening. Yeah. And I was like, oh, shucks. We're moving to an apartment. It's going to be awful. Oh, no. (laughs) It sat on market a couple weeks longer, and he went back, and he was like, okay, we can work with this. Because the condos were the same price. Yeah. Yeah. So we were able to get the house for a little bit cheaper, so we paid $257 for that house. Wow. And what year was this? In Braintree. And 2015. Okay. 2015. 2015. It's a different beast. <laughs> it was a whole nother world. Yeah. I mean, $250,000 for a house. Yeah. It wasn't really that long ago, though, wildly. So we bought that house. We literally renovated one room at a time. Same mm-hmm. thing. We were expecting the twins. So we did their room. Then we did our own bedroom, swapped to live into their room for a yeah. little bit. Did the bathroom upstairs, kind of. That one was a half job. And then eventually, we were ready for them to come. We did nothing else. Um, these cabinets were so gross. I'll have to show you the pictures tomorrow. Yeah. They're like, it was heinous. <laughs> and I not once ever cleaned like the walls. I was like, this place is disgusting. I'm not cooking in here. Yeah. It was so bad. <laughs> so we kept renovating. Um, 
shockingly enough, we had a couple calls to poison control over the first year of the twins' lives because Brennan, who was trying to renovate things and, yeah. like, do sheetrock and, like, plaster, is like, I think matches a plaster, and I'm not sure what to do. Like, all yeah. these, like, you can't plaster while you're yeah. taking care of kids. Like, yeah. <laughs> it just can't happen. <laughs> but we had, it was it was a fun renovation with two. Um, we did the kitchen, but in the bathrooms downstairs. But that, again, took, like, a long time. Mm-hmm. Like, we had to save up the money to do it. And then we knew that we wanted to move on because we had grown out of the house. Yeah. And we got two kids, like, at the drop of a hat (laughs) yeah (laughs) and you just like we were outgrowing everything um so then we started to renovate to sell which is also kind of a crummy feeling because you're like oh it looks so nice now like i don't even want to leave yeah well you always say on the show like don't overdo it because like yeah you you know maybe bring it up to now or whatever but a lot of things like they trend for a little while and then they go back to something else or they go on to something else you know so it it, don't renovate your house like if you're planning on leaving or selling like don't renovate your house into the way that like you want it to be because you will not be living that like the point is not to live there anymore (laughs) right it has to be neutrals it has to be something that people are gonna genuinely love i remember he was doing like the niche over the um the sink in the kitchen i was like please don't do that and he's like why it looks beautiful it's gonna look beautiful and i was like yeah not everybody's gonna like that like you yeah. like it yeah i personally don't like it and he's like no people are gonna love it and i was just like oh my <laughs> just stop it god like <laughs> the amount of time it's gonna take you and just like no um so we renovated that one it was a lot of really long nights mm-hmm. and it was all inside with two babies with two babies yeah um it was all Stuff we had to do inside. There was nothing outside, luckily. I mean, it wasn't the prettiest house in the world. It was all vinyl, so that maintains well. Um, But then we put it on the market, and we weren't sure where we were going to go because there was very limited inventory in in that year of 2018. Yeah. So I convinced him that it was a good idea to (laughs) rent an apartment in Weymouth at Southfield Commons. Mm -hmm. And so we went on a summer vacation to Southfield Commons (laughs) for three months. Um, knowing that, like, when we found our forever home, we would be confident that we were making this decision not based mm-hmm. on the fact that we needed a house, but based off of the fact that we truly found what we wanted, we loved it, and we yeah. were ready to move forward. Yeah. So we spent, well, let's go back to what we yeah. sold the house for, because yeah. that's important, right? So we listed that house in April of 2018 for $389,000. Okay. It sold for four hundred and five thousand. Wow! Look at you. I mean, yeah, you bought it for two fifty. So that's a hundred and forty-eight thousand dollars profit. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we had to pay our commissions, our legal fees, things of that nature. Mm-hmm. I, th- I think, honestly, bottom line was one twenty. Mm-hmm. So we put that in the bank. We paid our rent for those three, three months, months or whatever. <laughs> and the fun part is, in a lot of the leases for these type of complexes. You sign a one-year lease, and if you want to get out of your lease, they charge you like 3000 5000 It's probably more now. Um, a, a fee for breaking it, of course. Yeah. But like, to us, it was like a fee of knowing that was what was going to happen anyways. Like, yeah. that was the plan, was the, to the not... The plan was to leave. Yeah, we can be here for a year and know that we have a place to live, but we also can go when yeah. we're ready to go. Yeah, yeah. So now we have... $120,000 in the bank and now we've built that equity we've put in the time we've yeah. done the painting like 
put in all the sweat equity. It takes a few years. It doesn't just... Yeah, it doesn't happen overnight. It, Although it, it, it took you, what, overnight. three years between buying that yeah, and selling it? that one was about three years and a lot of long nights. And a long, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> again, with two babies. And a lot of long nights. I mean, and that's... I mean, he's working two full-time jobs, essentially. I don't know how he even got that done, but... The fun part about that is it really seems like tiresome when you're going into it, but like all these houses that need the love are such opportunities because they're literally how we like build wealth in real estate. Like that $120,000, we can roll into a new property, put 20% down, not have to pay PMI. There's a million different things you can do with with that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So what did you do with that money? So what did we do with that money? What did you do with that money? Um, well, we enjoyed the great summer at Southfield Commons. It was when they had like the airplane <laughs> yeah. hangar and you yeah. could go down there and have drinks. And oh, that's cool. All the little fun shops and yeah. stuff. It was awesome. It yeah. was a great summer. Um, but so we finally found a home on the little cul-de-sac, like I said. Um, it was a colonial. I, I don't really love colonials, to be honest, but, um, just, Why? it's just so like boxy and they're yeah. all kind of the same and not my favorite i enjoy character <laughs> but it was like the perfect location that's yeah. like they always say like buy the ugly house in the great neighborhood because you can change the ugly house but you can't change like the location of yeah. your house yeah so it was a four-bedroom colonial it like you said was very well taken care of mm-hmm. um there was wallpaper everywhere, everywhere. and multiple layers of oh. it um, was it different in every room? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, over the light switches and everything. Like, it was perfectly oh, aligned. Yeah. It was impressive. Um, and, you know, in the 90s, that was probably, like... Did it have, like, dark red walls anywhere? Yes. I just think... See? I, yes. I can... That's what I think of when I think of a house that has wallpaper. Yeah. There was a lot of green and a lot of the yeah. dark burgundy red. Yeah. Um, so, I was making PowerPoints... <laughs> <laughs> every week of houses that I liked and the like pluses and minuses yeah. like this is how far it is to this friend's house or that friend's house or this town has free kindergarten most of them do now but then they didn't yeah um and I would literally make these powerpoints every week probably on Wednesday when most things come on market and we would just kind of like giggle our way through them and there was one week I was like I'm going to show them all to you but I already know which one I want and he was like, so why don't you just show that one to me? And I said, well, I just feel like you should look at all of them. He's like, no, I just want to see the one that you, you want. So he looked at it and he was like, this is the same house that's been built 900 million times all over yeah. America. I know yeah. exactly what like the blueprint of it is, inside, outside, mechanics. It has a two-car garage, so he was happy. There was a pool nice back deck and although every single room needed to be renovated like that's it had good bones yeah good bones it had good bones the septic system was newer like that's important yeah um because you didn't have septic in braintree oh no yeah no you have town utilities which are much cheaper like town sewer town water yeah that part was amazing (laughs) um but yeah so he was like just just go buy it so I went. Just go buy it. Just go buy that house. I went and looked at it. <laughs> yeah. And he didn't come. And I called him and I was like, okay, well, this is what we're going to do. And he was like, just wave the inspection. I'm not spending money for someone to tell me what I already know. And I was like, um, nobody did that then. Yeah. Like, that didn't really happen then. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay, well, as long as you're comfortable with that. So we waved the inspection um, and we got that house. We put in the offer for 400000 
which was like a lot for him. Yeah. And they called back and they said, 5,000 more and it's yours. And I was like, okay, yep. <laughs> okay, we're good. I don't need to call him back. Um, so we bought it and we moved in and we downy and hot watered all of the walls to pull off the the, the wallpaper. The wallpaper. And yeah. you can still kind of smell downy in my house sometimes, <laughs> to be honest. Um, it was a trip. Yeah. It was a trip and it was almost like you just left this house that was fully renovated to move into another one that needs... Mm-hmm to be fully renovated mm-hmm. yeah wild times. I, yeah so how long and are you still doing your renovations or how long oh, yeah, they're ever going. <laughs> how long did it take you to get to the point like where you're like okay like the big sort of things are done now it's just like the little like things that might bother you or things that you want to yeah. change um so back to like being a general contractor's wife nothing is ever finished <laughs> Um, so most of the projects, although beautiful, there's always like something that still needs to be done. Yeah. Um, but we did all the major things. We painted the outside of the house. Uh, we put in new windows. That was fun. We were doing that in the middle of me being pregnant with Cam. I was like eight months pregnant and he's putting in windows in the middle of the winter. He's like, if you wake up and you think the baby's coming, you need to tell me. I need to board these windows up. Like, yeah. This is very uncomfortable. I'm feeling a lot of pressure. Yeah. But we replaced all of the windows. We did the flooring downstairs. Um, and we have that really beautiful, I think it's pine. Pine? The pine. There's no, a pine it's tree? Pine. It's oak. Oak tree? Um, we had like really nice oak floors. And I was oh. like, oh, Brennan, I don't want these. And he's like, they're beautiful floors. What don't you like about them? Yeah. So I really just, I want ones like we had in the other house. So we put those floors on top of the f- old floors in case someday I changed my mind. Yeah. And put padding in between <laughs> them because those things come back. Like there'll be a time where that type of flooring yeah. is trendy again and yeah. what I probably want. And he's just Well, you can like, refinish the red oak and, ha- and like do like a, um, like Sharon yeah. has red oak and she refinished her floors well, with a water base. So hers are light now. Oh. Like they're not like a rich red like they were before. Yeah. Now they, if you do like a water base, I think it brings like the lighter color out. That's, That's what she told fun. me to do with my house. Yeah. I just slapped, we slapped it right on. <laughs> um, we painted. Yeah. We put in a good for now kitchen. Um, the cabinets were legitimately being held up by like propane bottles, like the little tanks that you use for like a blowtorch. Uh-huh. We're holding up the shelves in the cabinets of the uh. kitchen. <laughs> it, was, it was a lot of fun. So we took those out and we put in like your simple Home Depot shaker cabinets and just made it bright and light and yeah so you so you okay so your home ownership journey you know with your husband has been you you know purchased a home because that you needed to be in a specific location you purchased your second home because your lifestyle changed you had two babies and then what you got a third baby (laughs) on the way with the second house you know so your lifestyle also is changed that is a factor you know oh yeah 100 percent and like I said, like I'm purchasing my first home on my own. Who's to say that in 10 years my life is totally different and I have all these other people in my life, whether yeah. they're, you know, big like me or little, you know, it just you, you never, never know. know what your own personal journey is. Yeah. So your home ownership journey can change as well. Yeah. And even like people say like, oh, my forever home, I'm staying here forever. Like I've already had two calls this month of people being like, 
that's it. We've outgrown We've it. We've outgrown it. Like, we need to find somewhere else. And I'm like, yeah, you guys. And they're like, nope, it's not going to work. Well, especially, I mean, think about it, all the buyers that you have. How many buyers do you have that are, like, in my price range and are looking for, like, two-bedroom houses yeah. <laughs> that are, like, just work. starting off, like, with their lives? Yeah. You know, they will outgrow it. Of course. Yeah. Of course. But I think it's, I think the stat is a forever home for most people ends up being five to seven years. <clears throat> oh, interesting. Yeah. <coughs> Sorry, I have a, I have to cough. Yeah. Mm. Five to seven years. Five to seven years, yep. I, I drank water too fast. Hold on. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Slow it down. Slow it down. I know. Yeah, well, I'm trying to slow my life down a little bit. I get, I want to enjoy my uh, and enjoy my house for a little while, should. but um, yeah, five to seven years. Interesting. Yeah. What your life changes in five to seven years, or you outgrow your house in five? I to mean, seven it years? depends. Like, just most people's purchase of a forever home, they expect it to be forever, but it's generally five to seven years is the overall trend of people selling. I'm sorry, my mom for texted a million me, different. Reasons. My mom texted me and said, "Little, little, like she wants little people to be living in my house." Okay, oh, not well. cats. <laughs> yeah, I think I need a big person to live in the house with me first. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, your life does change. Yeah. Like, your life could change in an instant. So yeah. to think that. You know, I don't know. I would be nervous looking for my forever home. I mean, because, of course, like, because it's supposed to be forever. Yeah. And Nothing like, lasts forever. Yeah, I mean, that's most true. Th- most things but don't last really forever. Because so many people with interest rates where they are and inventory where it is, people are like, I have to stay here. I can't go. Mm-hmm. It's either that or they're like, yeah. no, we need to leave. We don't care if rates are 20%. Yeah. I don't know if it was the event that we went to or maybe it was sometime afterwards i don't know i was watching something or reading something i i don't know i i don't know where i was or where i am sometimes but when i was watching this i it was like um you know everyone's saying like oh nobody's selling their houses at the two three four percent interest rate it's like yes they are they are selling their houses even though they have like they have such a great interest rate because their lives have changed yeah like they, for a million that, different that's reasons. something yeah that's something that they can't change that their life is changing so like yeah. they need to move on to something else or or i don't know they they're they are people are selling their houses that have the low interest rates so we need to stop saying that yeah. i mean i just literally have not putting one on the market tomorrow um that they have a 2.75 mm-hmm. and they're walking into like a 6.75 yeah but again they've outgrown their house and they need a space for additional family members to be able mm-hmm. to come in to caretake for them too so i mean life changes for a million different yeah. things loss of a loved one divorce more babies it, so many different things yeah. i mean you could meet that big person and they could have a house <laughs> yeah. too yeah and then you're like well what do we well, what do we do with you know somebody one has of us to ditch their house so we both yeah. ditch our houses and we go buy yeah one that's suitable for what we want our life to look like yeah so people are always going to be selling it's just a matter of like finding those equity opportunities where you can make sure that you're going to have a leg up in that next purchase yeah i think it's important to sort of touch upon like the value of a starter home so like we we say like the starter home it's like your first home that there is value in that because there are a lot of buyers right now and have been buying for the first time where they are putting the love and in the in the money and the Mm -hmm. you know everything into these homes and then they are selling them for a profit but like i hate to say that like 
I don't want to say it the wrong way, so I don't want to word it that way. So they are putting in the work that is needed into these homes. Um, and that's why they're selling the making a profit. But that that's, you know, all about purchasing and selling your first home yeah. because you're not in your forever home. It's okay to not look yeah. for your forever home. Yeah. You could have a just just for now home. Just for now. Yeah. Just for now home. Um, anything else about like, and I want to give you the opportunity to talk about your new listing too. And we will oh. get to that. We will get to that. Um, but you it's know, we, yeah, we have about like 15 minutes left of the show, but um, yeah. what else do you want to say about your sort of home journey? All right. So we're, everyone's talking about like, you can just refile later. Yeah. Date the, what is it? Buy the house. Buy the marry house. The house marry the, the house. Yeah, marry the I house. I really dis- the dislike that saying. But oh, and why do you why do you dislike that saying? I just feel like I mean, refinancing does cost money. It's not a lot of money. Yeah, and generally, yeah, you, it's not free. Your payment at the end of the day is going to be substantially lower, generally, or a good amount lower. Mm-hmm. That's why you're doing mm-hmm. it. But when you say like. Marry the house, date the rate. It almost feels like you're saying it's it's just free. Yeah, like refinancing. Just move is on just to the free. next one. Um, yeah, it's like yeah, you can refi later, but there there yeah. is paperwork that goes yeah. through. And there's you, closing costs. There, you have to cost. make sure you keep your credit yeah. where it yeah. should be and do all of those yeah fine tuned things. So we purchased that new house in 2018 at a four-ish percent interest rate. Mm-hmm. Um. And the next year, 2019, is when things got yeah really spicy. Yeah, it was a spicy year. <laughs> it was a good thing that you purchased that house in 2018. It sure was. <laughs> um, so in the winter of 2019, um, it was December, actually, mm-hmm. we decided to refinance at the 2.75 yeah. rate. Yeah. Um, and my husband is a veteran, so we always utilize the veteran benefit for his VA loan. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were refining to do our windows, yeah. pay off student loans, like just be able to have some of the cumbersome things done and over with. Yeah. So we took the refi out at 465 which was originally bought for 425 paid off my student loans, mm-hmm. purchased the windows, and our payment was $300 less a month yeah wow at the end of the day yeah like just from that simple like point yeah. and a half down like yeah. it was crazy the difference yeah that you were able to literally pay off all of those like yeah. student loans are the worst well yes they are and again on my home journey when i was first pre-approved with jasmine she's been on the show a million times but you know when i was first pre-approved it was at you know a certain interest rate and like i think my first offer that i put in the interest rate like was four and a half percent and then maybe it like crept up into the fives and because i was like all right here's my budget monthly yeah and now now i have exceeded that A year and a half later, I'm like, I've exceeded that. Yeah, but that, you know what? It, 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 you know, that's the hard part of like buying power. It's like, yeah, four hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, a year and a half ago was like, yeah, so much less a month. Yeah, than three hundred. Yeah, I was looking up to now. like four twenty five with like a five. Per, we'll just say five percent, yeah. five and a half maybe interest rate. And you know, I think at one point when I was talking to her, one of the offers or whatever, it like my monthly payment was going to be like $2,000 or something. <laughs> and I'm 
I'm just like, yeah, that, that's, you know, that was then and this is now. Yeah, I should have just dove into <laughs> that dove one. into that. It's so hard because I feel like I say this a lot. Like, I'll, like, full disclosure, I don't want to sell you a house to sell you a house. Yeah. I just want you to understand where I'm coming from. Yeah. Like, this is my thought process behind why I'm explain the situation to you this way um because it's like we're not out there like selling knives door to door like magazine subscriptions or something like that like yeah it genuinely like (laughs) makes me happy to like get someone into that first home like that's my favorite it's like first time first time home buyers are your favorite they're just like so grateful and happy and they want to be educated about what's happening and it's new for them and like for someone to trust you with all of that like yeah just such a it's an honor really it really is. um and it's a big deal so it is one of my favorite things to do because that's just like the happiest part of somebody's life so when it comes to your first time home buyers what are they really looking for are they looking for forever homes are they looking for starter homes are they looking for something that they can put equity into like what 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 are your clients looking for so this year i'll speak on this year specifically this year i've had a ton of single ladies mm. um who don't want to rent anymore and they don't want to live at home yeah um and they want to just do it on their own which yeah as they should power to them um we hear you (laughs) but a lot of them were last year in your position where they had 425 to spend yeah and now they're down to like 350 and it's it's impossible with you know a higher interest rate and a higher monthly payment (laughs) yeah so they weren't looking for you know anything more than something that was livable pretty because it was just them um and was a payment that they could afford and then from the family dynamic, all those guys have just been growing out of their houses. Yeah. So they need to move on to. And they'll be calling you. <laughs> I got that call this week. It's my favorite call. Oh, it they is. They need a bigger house. Okay. <laughs> oh, I oh, can shucks. find you one. I can find you one. I can find you one. We can find you one. So we'll finish up with my little story. But so the equity as of today in that mm-hmm. purchase so the the Zillow machine and the Redfin machine, which mm-hmm. is not ever accurate, yeah. but we're just you should do a CMA on your own house. You should. I don't know if I, I want. I think I'm, I'm going to give you that homework. I'm not allowed to ever leave. Well, friends. Sharon does it on her house, and she's never leaving her house. Friends, like you can buy some shack on the beach, and you can stay there, but I'm never leaving. Yeah, that's why. I, my my challenge to you is do a CMA, do so a you CMA really know what your equity house. is. Well, Redfin says it's worth six seventy three, which I think is like. On par, but that would give us two hundred and fifty thousand dollars in equity. Mm-hmm. So, like, if since two thousand eighteen, yeah, that's yeah. not a long time. Yeah, and to think about like the things that we have done, they're like again making it light and airy and fresh. They're not like grandiose. Yeah, like, and don't you have a she shed or something? We do. Well, it's a three so, season porch. Oh, okay, we call it the she shed. Um, it used to just have like you know how screen doors have like the the screen yeah on the top and the bottom is <laughs> yeah. just like yeah the whole the sides used to just be those like, yeah but they somehow managed to secure them all together so it like screened in the whole interesting porch um but brendan was at cape cod lumber one day and he called me and he was like they have windows and they need to be gone today and they would fit in the she shed and i was like i'm gonna trust you on this one <laughs> and he brought I will trust them you. home and i was they're like floor to ceiling yeah like i know i've seen your pictures it's like when you favorite. post them on your story and stuff like i'm in my she shed in <laughs> working shed. in the she shed it's the best it's yeah. turned into more of a we shed 
<laughs> is it with the kids or is it with Brennan? Honestly, all of the above. <laughs> like all of the above. Um, but yeah, I just, I really wanted to kind of use like a real life example of like, if we wanted to sell tomorrow because we outgrew our house yeah. or circumstances have changed, like we now have that in our back pocket of we could put this money down on yeah. our next house and be able to have, you know, the wealth built to do that. Yeah. And that, I mean, how great does that feel? I know that you said that you're in your forever home, but like how great does it feel that like if for some reason you needed to move, you would have the ability to do that because of the great work that you've done in your home? Yeah, it does. The security, it it gives you security. It's pretty cool to be (laughs) like, we both grew up in families that like we, my mom and dad didn't own a house till Mm -hmm. we were much older. Yeah. So it's it's nice to know that like you learned the lessons to do the right things yeah um and just to kind of build that for your kids and to show them that those are things that we can do and be able to kind of guide a path for how you can do those things because the how is such a difficult part of even starting you know you have people that come and want to buy but they have no idea where to even start because no one in the family has ever done it before yeah, I mean, it's such a great lesson for your kids and just to like have that f- sort of financial stability to be like, okay, this is this is how you do it. And plus you have the knowledge, you're in the industry. Yeah, that so, helps. It, that helps. <laughs> have you I, were you always in in real estate during your home purchase journey no, or No, so actually when we purchased the first home, gosh, where was it? That was 2015. Um, no, I owned a tanning salon. Oh. I had just left. Well, I had left here like two years before. Yeah. I was originally yes. here at Boston yeah. Real Estate. Um, and then I went to go work at John Hancock in Boston. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had several different positions there, but most were in a financial advisory position mm-hmm. where, um, I was essentially the, um, liaison, if you will, between clients and their advisors mm-hmm. um so i am actually like technically a finance a certified finance not certified financial planner but i still have all my securities licenses mm-hmm. so oh nice no big deal y- yeah you know numbers <laughs> no big deal um, I still have those and I keep them but um, no I was definitely in finances so I knew mm-hmm. like what the right thing to do was but yeah um, yeah now it's like a and it helps to have game. somebody who can work on your house too yeah oh no that's definitely I know it sounds easy when I say it yeah. but honestly like there's stuff that like we don't want to do either yeah and we We'll find someone to do that, hopefully. And, like, trading. Everybody knows an electrician or HVAC yeah. person. Like, if you or your spouse are in You're in, in the trades, trades, you'll always have a job. Yeah, like, trade with friends. Yeah. Frame, Barter. Frame my basement. I'll paint your kitchen, your living room. Like, yeah. it's... Yeah. Yeah. Go, but, go mean, back to the true. old days. Yeah. You got a barter. Had to trade for I have a skill. Do you have a skill? Corn. <laughs> Figured it out. <laughs> yeah, Cheese corn. Cheese and all the things. I like corn. Corn's get a bad rap, but I I like corn. Yeah, creamed corn. Oh yeah, we're not the same. Such a weird (laughs) with mashed potatoes. I do like mashed potatoes and corn, but not creamed corn. So, so good. Um, so we only have about five minutes left in the show. I want to give you an opportunity to sort of wrap up this and um, let everybody know about your new listing. So anything else you want to talk about when it comes to your first home is just that. I just... I want everyone to have an open mindset <laughs> about opportunity. Yeah. Because life is scary. 
And sometimes the most exciting things feel really scary. Yeah. And sometimes excitement. Yeah, life is scary, but home ownership doesn't have to be. And I'm right, like this week, it's like I'm getting all of the final stuff ready. And I'm like, I said to Jasmine and then I said it to Sharon today, I was like, I didn't realize like how much of an adult I wasn't until this week. <laughs> like this week I'm like calling this person. I'm on this person. I'm yeah. getting this document. I'm I'm so deep in my it's finances that I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> like oh wh- my what? Goodness. Yeah. So I was like, oh, I have to I'm taking tomorrow off to like get, get it, together. it all together, get it all situated, get my part all done, putting it in the hands of everybody the else. Le- that yeah. Be. Yeah. And um just, you know, getting to the closing table. But I'm like, I got you know and we said it this morning because um Trish Flynn, who is a full time realtor here at Boston Connect Real Estate, she um does this thing every Tuesday. It's an accountability meeting and yeah. I I stood up you know, everybody was saying like you know, when you're buying a house, you got to take some time off of work. And I was like, I'm taking time off. I need to take time off to get it done. Like, yeah, you guys got to figure it out because I do have to take some time off. But I'm um, doing that. Thank you. Yeah. Um, So you have a new listing. I do. Would you, can you tell everybody about it or? I mean, it comes out in the morning, so I think I can. Yeah. Is that fair? Yeah. Awesome. Um, So my new listing is 16 Three Rivers Drive in Kingston. Nice. It's a three bed, two and a half. Two and a half bath colonial. Mm-hmm. She's brandy, not brandy new, but she's very young. She's yeah. 2014, it was built in. Um, it's in a really large neighborhood in Kingston. So lots of like walkability and um, friends to make, if you will. Yeah. Um, great yard, fully fenced in. The kitchen is beautiful. The living room has great cathedral ceilings. There's a lot of elements to it that are going to make a buyer, like, it's going to be a certain type of buyer. Okay. Um, but they're like these cool details, so I'm excited about it. Um, and yeah, so these guys, they grew out of their house, so they need a new one. Two-car garage... She comes on tomorrow, and we're listing it at 689. 689. Give the address one more time. Yeah, it's 16 Three Rivers Drive in Kingston, and we will have open houses Saturday 10 to 1 and okay. Sunday 10 to 12. 10 to 12. And how can people get in touch with you if they want to see that listing, yes. if they want to see any other listing, if they want to get an analysis on their home? If they want to talk about renovations. If you want to talk about anything. Or renovations not to do before yeah. selling. <laughs> Um, yep, you can reach me by phone at 781-820-8932. Again, that's 781-820-8932. Or they can email me, mm-hmm. kate at bostonconnect.com. Okay. You can get carrier all of our pigeon. contact. Yeah, Carrier Pigeon. You can get all of our contact information at bostonconnect.com. Yeah. And um, yeah, we, I mean, we, you just, you you also do so much for the community as well. Like you're just always doing something, whether it's something for your clients or giving back to the community, you're always a part of something. And I think that that's great to see. Um, we are doing a little, I know I'm not really supposed to be promoting it because it's like a, an agent thing, <laughs> but we are doing Creatures with Santa. So we already if, have a million people coming. We already have a million people coming but if you have a realtor here at boston connect real estate you should come and have your picture taken with santa it is going to be on uh, saturday november 25th from 9 30 to 12 30 so if you've been to our event in the past it is so great we love it we have such a great time 
and Santa himself from the North Pole is here. But um, be sure to sign up. If, again, if you have an I'm agent excited. here at Boston Connect Real Estate, you are invited. Um, again, how can people get in touch with you, Kate? 781-820-8932 or kate at bostonconnect.com. Okay. Top tip for tonight. Top tip for tonight. Just go for it. Just go for it. Just go, go for, for it. what? Whatever it is. It. Go for it. <laughs> go for the house that's ugly in the best location that you desire. Yeah. You, you make a list. Yeah. Chip away at that list. Yeah. Chip. And then get to like the core chip. things that you are really looking for. Personal experience. Once I am closed and it's signed, sealed, and delivered on record, I'm doing a show on my journey as well. So stay tuned. You gotta start somewhere. You gotta start somewhere, and I will tell you where to start. Again, bostonconnect.com for all of our contact information. Be sure to follow us on social media. Talk Real Estate Roundtable. We're live every Tuesday night and Saturday morning. So be sure to listen. 6.15. 6.15, not Not 7. All right. Thanks, everyone, for listening.